The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. We're happy to welcome back our friend Dan McTagg, the senior petroleum analyst with GasBuddy.com. Hey, Dan. Hey, Jaylen. How are you? I'm good. Getting all set for the weekend? I am. And you know what? Uh, I wish I was in Alberta because I'm paying about a buck sixteen nine. That's the cheapest for gasoline here in Ontario. And, of course, uh, you guys are down at 94, 95 cents in Edmonton. So uh, let's, uh, let's switch for the weekend. Yeah. What's, what's happening in, out in B.C. these days? Are the numbers still really, really high for gas prices? Well, they're high only because the taxes are higher. Yeah, Things yeah. have started to become down to normal. Uh, they finally have refineries in uh, Washington State getting back okay. online. So it looks much better. They're down to the dollar forty-four point nine wow. range uh, versus the dollar seventy-three, and so uh, that's a that's a real boon. They're very happy. No complaints. Uh, wow. No uh, no media. So uh, yeah. obviously, uh, but the rest is uh, simply the fact function of the fact that taxes are now about uh, 25, 22 cents a liter higher in uh, in British Columbia. So I want to get into yeah, I want to get into this a little bit with you um, in uh, in Alberta, in Edmonton. Well, certainly in Edmonton uh, recently, we've seen those uh, we we saw we've seen those prices uh, drop at the pumps in the past few weeks since the carbon tax was was killed here in the province. But that's not the only reason, is it, that the, the prices have gone down? No, the uh, fact is that uh, underlying all of these major drops, uh, we've seen that net 18 cent uh, wholesale price decrease. Seven of that, of course, uh, complements of the new government uh, uh, you know, nixing the tax. Uh, much of what we're seeing has to do with uh, the trade dispute between the United States and China and mm-hmm. absolute fear. I would call it even apoplectic uh, for some uh, traders that uh, if this situation isn't resolved and there's an escalation of tension between the two countries on the trade side, we're likely to see a number of nations, uh, including Canada, move towards a recession. And mm-hmm. so uh, that kind of situation, uh, you know, really has a lot of very nervous traders uh, bidding the price of oil down. Yesterday we saw what would have otherwise been a monumental increase in the price of oil. Instead, barely registered a blip. And uh, as we know today, oil is still struggling to stay at about 52 bucks a barrel. Dan, it's fascinating how many factors are involved with the prices of things. How do you keep track of it all? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's uh, trial and error. Um, and a lot of calls from various areas lets me know after... There are certain patterns. You can follow these things after as many years as I've been doing this. But there really isn't has been many others uh, do a do this from a from a consumer perspective. It's always been done from either an industry perspective, from a government policy perspective, uh, and of course, uh, you know, twenty thirty years ago it was a big bag of oil industry. Today, of course, the the next uh, the next Jean Paul Bacatelles, as we call them, the the next uh, line of, uh, of of folks that uh, are going to make things a lot more expensive happens to be the environmentalists and those mm-hmm. who believe that the sky is falling and that uh, we ought to pay uh, prohibitively for uh, for the very things that have uh, uh, that have given the, this generation unequaled and unparalleled uh, prosperity. Uh, Dan, you know, it's, uh, you, we look at the number or what we're paying at the pumps here in, in Edmonton. My gosh, I filled up my vehicle from, you know, almost uh, flat empty for $55 yesterday, which was, yeah. aw- which was awesome. And then I'm seeing some complaints from some of the smaller towns uh, around the province that their gas prices haven't come down. Why would that be? Uh, prices are a little stickier in communities where you have uh, less volume, less turnaround. Okay. A truck might come there every week and a half to fill up the tanks uh, versus Edmonton, where it's every day, every day and a half maximum. Uh, a typical 
station in Edmonton might run through 35, 40,000 liters a day. Mm. Uh, for some communities, uh, that you might get, uh, you know, all 10 stations combined uh, pushing that number. So it is really depends on the turnover. And of course, when you've seen gas prices drop as dramatically as they did, uh, you know, in, in the past couple of weeks where we've seen wholesale prices uh, for, uh, uh, you know, for, for uh, gas stations going from, uh, you know, 74 uh, cents a liter down to 64 cents a liter. Uh, and that's just in the past week alone. If I go back two weeks, it was, uh, you know, it was more like uh, 70, uh, 79, 80 cents a liter. So that means that you're you're stuck with inventory that's more expensive yeah. to sell. Even though prices are dropping, if you do drop it by 10 or 15 cents a liter, you're pretty much out of business. Yeah. You'll uh, you'll wind up uh, unless you're selling a lot of other products. Uh, uh, like beef jerky. Yeah, exactly. I always always remember driving through northern Ontario, you know, or between Thunder Bay and Sault Ste. Marie or from Thunder Bay out to Winnipeg. And, you know, you always, you know, you want to fill up because, you know, when you get to those smaller towns, you're going to be paying an arm and a leg. You know, you get to White River, you get to Wawa, yeah, and it's like, right. oh, my yeah. gosh. <laughs> but, you know, Lynn, one of the interesting things is that a lot of people tend to forget when prices go up uh, like a rocket in Edmonton, Calgary, the large cities across Canada, Regina, you know, your Thunder Bays, your Torontos, they tend to hold off for a week or two mm. in the smaller communities. So I know it sounds terrible now, but I can show you many examples of where, because it doesn't get reported, uh, where prices head up on, uh, you know, uh, because of a situation south of the border, geopolitical issue, up, you know, six cents a liter on the wholesale side. The, uh, the small communities don't see that, uh, you know, being passed on for yeah. several days. Mm. Dan, so we've, we talked a little bit about the uh, the provincial carbon tax and, and, and what uh, that has meant for gas prices. Um, uh, the environment minister saying that the federal carbon tax will be implemented in Alberta starting on January 1st. What does that mean for this province and for gas prices? Well, look, uh, I'm going to try to not become political, but I, I, you know, <laughs> as a Liberal MP of 18 years, I, that's a slap in the face. I mean, they pulled the same stunt in Ontario where the voters uh, knew full well that, uh, you know, the last provincial election was about scrapping our version of the carbon tax, the cap and trade, yeah. versus the previous government, which didn't bother telling anybody that they were going to implement this five cent a liter increase. In the case of Alberta, uh, this issue was right front and center, and overwhelmingly, people elected a new government mm-hmm. whose first mandate was to scrap the carbon tax. So, Ottawa's position is, well, hey, you know, we talked about a price on pollution. That, to me, is is highly nebulous. It's suspicious language, and it's the kind of language that defeats cynicism that's out there. And of course, Alberta's been through the experiment over the past, the past four years. The so-called quid pro quo will give you. We'll, 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 we'll impose a tax on ourselves. We'll cap emissions, but please give us the pipeline. And, you know, I think mm-hmm. the days of begging uh, and, and uh, uh, waiting for someone else to find that technology, give us a pat in the head is over. And, of course, I'm in Ontario, so I have no, no skin in the game, but I find it highly offensive that the federal government wants to do that. But they have an election coming up in October, and I think uh, people will have a decision whether or not they were wrong a few weeks ago to vote that way. We'll see come October 21st. For Justin Trudeau's carbon tax to accomplish its goals, what does that mean? <laughs> Three times more than what's being charged. So what you'll see on January 1st, uh, according if the Liberals are successful, or at least can form a minority with their pals uh, who are like-minded in the Bloc Québécois. Uh, I like saying that because it's one <laughs> wonderful separatist party. It's still around there. The Green and the NDP all dipping from the same well. Uh, if they happen to form a minority government with all four, then you're going to see 
uh, a 4.6 centiliter increase on January 1st, followed very quickly by a 2.4 centiliter increase come April 1st. And then every other April 1st, you'll see an equivalent 2.4 centiliter increase. Yeah. That's with the GST. Wow. Wow. Okay. So heads up on, on that front. And, you know, as we sit <laughs> back, as we sit, and, and again, we'll see what happens, you know, that uh, that election in October. And in the meantime, What's we sit. Than that, Pardon it's me? Bigger than that. It's bigger than that because, of course, the parliamentary budget, parliamentary budget officer yeah. came out and said that in order to meet your Kyoto, uh, Kyoto sorry, your Paris yeah. agreement commitments, you're going to have to go to about 138, not 102, but 138 yeah. because of the extra emissions by then. Uh, look for another 25 to 26 cents a litre added to what you'll see uh, come January 1st. So uh, the good days are over. If they form another government, minority or majority, um, we're headed for some pretty tough times ahead. Wow. Wow. That's, that's a big number. Dan, that's a big. Well, it's too big, and it's, yeah. it's it's going to lead to a recession. Not only that, you'll also see through Bill C forty eight and C sixty nine if uh, the Trudeau Liberals for foolishly push that through. Uh, because I can tell you, in my time with Paul Martin and Jean Chrétien, we would never have done something like that. We would have taken the advice of smart people uh, and recognize that uh, you don't uh, you know go the golden goose, which is our energy sector, it's the number one industry. But that be as it may, if that goes through, then of course it's uh, really the shutdown of the Canadian energy sector, and I think uh, there'll be a massive response. Uh, on another plane. I think it would be a question of the Federation itself uh, seeing some uh, some turbulence ahead. Well, we're hearing talk about that uh, already and we're waiting, I think next week we're supposed to get, uh, you know, word on whether the Trend TMX, uh, yeah, TMX expansion is going to get, uh, finally get a go ahead and what that might look like. Interesting days, Jalen. There's a lot I'll be watching this very closely, <laughs> keeping, uh, keeping the coffee pot going.